RadioInfluence.com. Hey guys, this episode of the show is brought to you by our friends at Blue Monster Prep. Patrick and Gina are the best people in the entire world. I love them so much. Sponsors like Blue Monster Prep help us ensure that we can get our message out to you. So awesome of them to support our work. When an emergency hits, you don't want to be like the people waiting in line before Ian. Store shelves empty. Can't get your hands on food. Can't get your hands on water. Now is the time to get prepared. You never know what's going to happen. In addition to stocking up on emergency food, don't forget to order your Survivor water filter an extra set of backup filters to make sure you'll always have clean drinking water and backup communications to stay in touch with loved ones. One of the biggest things that happened with Ian was I couldn't get in touch with a lot of my friends in Florida. It was terrible. We should be thinking about this kind of stuff. If you guys aren't sure where to start, you can give Patrick and Gina a call at 800-876-7816 and they will help you. If you don't feel like talking, they have created the most amazing getting started guide here for you. I mean, you can literally go through here and it's not all about products that they're selling. There's a whole bunch of things here that they give you um, advice on. Blue Monster Prep has gift cards too. If you don't know what to get your loved one for Christmas or for Thanksgiving or for Hanukkah or just because you want to thank them, gift card to Blue Monster Prep, super awesome. Included in the getting started guide here, there's a checklist with hyperlinks to product categories to make sure that the Beans family has all their basics covered. If you go down the page, you can also view all of their most popular uh, products to help kick the guesswork out of getting started, guys. For all orders over $100, everybody will receive a special gift of one of their assorted four-serving entree dinners from their tasty menu of 25-year shelf-life emergency food, conveniently packaged in a teeny little pouch. Fantastic. And also an emergency survival blanket and superseder fire starter. And of course, the Beans family always gets free shipping when they use promo code BEANS. Make sure when you go, if you're not talking to Patrick and Gina on the phone, you're using promo code BEANS to um, to make sure that they know you're coming from the Dark to Light podcast. Thank you guys so much. Enjoy the show. Good morning, everyone. <laughs> Oh, that wasn't you? Oh, you, you had replaced? It accidentally started replaying. Oh, gotcha. It's annoying. Um, yeah. Good morning, everyone. It's Friday. It's one of those Fridays. I think we're going to have one of those Fridays. Why not? <laughs> Guys, before we start our official uh, podcast broadcast where we give our little intro. Make sure if you are watching this on Rumble or Getter, you share this out with everybody you know. Just click the share button, click a Rumble, get everybody over here. It's what, this is week two, right? Week two of the, the video show? Yeah, we started on the 17th. Amazing. Yeah, awesome. it's, I'll tell you, it makes the weeks go by even faster. I feel like it does. It's a lot more, it's a lot more work and stress for me personally, but it's okay, it's worth it. It's a lot more exciting for me. Oh, that's good. That's good. All right. So three, two, one. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the Friday edition of the Dark Delight Podcast with Frankie Val on the drums and Beans. We're here. We're here live on a Friday. Um, I, I started titling this episode um, a laid back Friday, but then I started realizing all the stuff that I had to talk about and changed it to they're requesting a stay. But before we get into all of that stuff, Frank, um, Tell us, we we didn't have you here on Friday, I mean on Wednesday, which was was very last minute, but I want to let everybody know what happened. 
I had a uh, I had another uh, death in the family, and uh, this time this time it's uh, one of my younger one of my younger cousins, and as as it seems right now, it's a drug overdose. So um, that it's it's just one one thing after another. But then again, it's something just a reminder that everybody outside of their outside of their internet alter ego, where we're all super men and women and fighting and all that stuff you just got to remember that everybody's dealing with something and this is gonna this is a, a real rough one uh for my family just because of just because of how young and how uh how how young a life was extinguished so there's that and uh, I'm, i thank you guys for allowing me to just dip out that morning it's ter- it's terrible because you know that's that's young and it's a it, like it's a cousin, which is weird too, because those are the kids you play with all your whole life growing up, you know. It, it, it's a, I mean, it's a little different because you know there's a little bit more distance between us, not necessarily geographical distance, but, um, but yeah, uh, yeah, there was, I don't know, it, it's just a very awkward thing. Whenever you get that early morning uh, phone call from a, uh, a, a certain relatives, you just know, oh no, it can't be good. Who now? Can't be good. Who now? You know, it, but but when when you when you hear that, that's just. So I don't know when the services are and things like that. We're we're all still waiting and um, and trying to learn more that we can. But again, thank you guys for understanding. Yeah, we had uh, Kyle Serafin on uh, Wednesday, and I think um, you know you would have really liked that show, but you know it was easier to handle because I had a guest, so it wasn't like oh my gosh. <laughs> What am I going to do? Um, so I was like, that's the only reason why I stepped away, too. I was OK stepping away because I knew you had a guest. Other than that, I, I probably would have just pushed through. But yeah, Ugh, terrible. Well, you've had a hell of a year, Frank. Um, you've had a hell and of a some year. Pe- and some people have had far worse. Everybody's always oh. had far worse. You know, one thing that I learned from somebody close to me who is chronically ill is that like I always was like well this isn't as bad as what so-and-so is going through so I shouldn't really be saying anything and that person always tells me you know just because I'm feeling a certain way doesn't mean that you aren't also feeling a certain way and you're allowed to you know what I mean like yeah it's important Uh, that we take notice of that so yeah you got you got to take care of head and I and heart and I don't, um, like I said, I, I don't take other people's suffering as a reason to suppress uh, my own and to not um, and not to take care of issues going on in my own life. But it is good. It is also a good tool for building perspective. Yeah. Um, because perspective is also a healthy coping tool and uh, healing tool. Um, but yeah, don't ignore your problems, no matter how small, because then molehills become mountains as you all know yeah 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 they do and um by the way the chat is all wishing you uh prayers and condolences our family out there in the dark to light podcast chat is amazing so thank you guys you're all you're wonderful people they I, are I, I got i never got to thank um everybody from well this audience is from all over the place but especially those who went to the extravaganza um i never really got to 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 say thank you to how many amazing people are, are there and now always go because that was a um that was a pretty that was a pretty emotional trip for me there too i i left the day after my stepfather died and and i uh i really got 
I got to be down in a place where there's already so many memories from my childhood with him and and to be with people who just were so sensitive to that it was uh it was nice and didn't have to really pay too much um attention to it and 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 focus on it and just got to have a good time so um there's great people out there yeah yeah the last night prayer circle was really something too on the beach that was really nice we had a nice little uh end to the uh, extravaganza which was it's turned into like a thing if you guys out there don't know we do this thing called the dark to light extravaganza every summer in august usually in august where like a bunch of people get together we basically live in a commune for a week (laughs) it's crazy but it's me i know you're you're too you you've got your baby so you can't but just a family vacay for you so it's a little different but um yeah all right. Well, I guess thank you for sharing that stuff with us, Frank. And um, I want to get into some news. We've got a bunch of stuff to talk about. Let's do it. So we had Kyle on on Wednesday, and then this came out uh, the day after, well, yesterday. Um, the FBI has released a document to its, basically its, uh, its field offices and the social media folks inside. They have little teams that are designated to social media. It's a midterm election social media analysis cheat sheet, Frank. It's very important that these guys know what to look for, including uh, misinformation, which is false or misleading information spread mistakenly or unintentionally, and also um, disinformation, which is false or inaccurate information intended to mislead others. And at the top of this thing, it says... The FBI must consult with HQ, PCU, and USAD um, and DOJ before proceeding with a full or grand jury investigation involving election matters. So, you know, does this mean that the FBI is now looking at social media and anybody who accidentally spreads something the Democrats say about the Republicans and they're going to put them in jail? it, It seems that way. And it seems that way on so many other fronts, like the telegraphing is is starting up again, big time. Hillary Clinton kicked it off again. Yep. It's it's the same damn thing. Same thing. And I don't understand it because Donald Trump was in office in 2020, even though he really didn't control the administrative state, which is the same. He was in office in 2020. They get him out of office. They get to just eject him from the entire thing and uh sissa and everybody else comes out and says this was this was on the up and up and this is actually the most secure ever and they got it to be most secure under an enemy right. donald trump mm-hmm. now they've had nothing but undivided attention paid to them super major well, a super majority in, in the respect that they have two houses and they have the ex- executive branch and they've never lost the administrative state and now suddenly the Republicans are going to steal. It, they're going to steal. And, and it's and it's a party of people who have this own obvious civil war going on in between it. There's a small faction who actually want the Constitution to be in some way, shape or form acknowledged. Then you have the Liz Cheney, Adam Kinzinger types. You have different shades of moderation in that. The only thing I mean, so how can that possibly be a threat? It's not again. The reality is that there is a majority of people, a growing majority of people who are not going to be voting the right way. That's just what it is. The it's right not, way. 
they're not going to be voting the right way, no matter what the projection, no matter what the uh, the suppression polls are saying. It's not working. Uh, you saw, did you see uh, Claire McCaskill float the idea that we're probably going to get to a point where uh, foreign countries like and and foreign bodies like the UN will probably have to be uh, called in to help monitor our elections to make sure it's on the up and up. No, I didn't see that. But I, I mean, all of the things you just said, I completely agree with. And I also just want to point out that they're they're already pepper because we've had what eight to ten months of polling right now like where the i mean even their polling has shown the republicans out way in front and it's been so blatant that they've had to like whatever their poll results have been like attack on another 10 or 12 points and that's what it actually is and now 538 after the absolutely embarrassing debate performance the other day with fetterman right did you see it did you see any uh, of it I- I saw I was I watched a bunch of highlights and as I said on my show, I I don't I don't care too much about the actual debate because it's two liberals uh, just beating each other up. Yeah. But that was that was that was almost like black mirror disturbing. I actually felt pity for him. And that's a problem, like because they're evil. But I feel pity for people like that because he's being used and abused and he's a tool for a greater, you know, issue. But But why? They need the why. Well, this is the thing. There's a couple different things there. If they didn't care about elections, they wouldn't care about this. There's there's something to be said for them still caring about votes, right? Otherwise, they wouldn't be doing what they're doing. Like Schumer got caught on a hot mic yesterday saying, oh, looks like Fetterman didn't hurt us too much. There's that. Then 538 comes out here and says that Fetterman is slightly favored to win Pennsylvania's Senate election. Meanwhile, you've got the independents who were the ones who are going to decide that race in Pennsylvania. The polling after this debate, the independents were up like almost 90 percent jumping towards Oz. It basically handed him the win in quotes. Barris told me on I think it was on Monday night. It was before this debate. He told me on Monday night that that Donald Trump right now in Pennsylvania is something outrageous, like plus seven. Really? That's what he said. Well, then what's going on with Mastriano? I I, this I don't get it. Like for these for these what would be considered down ballot elections right now, if, if it were a presidential election year, these governor races in the Senate, these would be down ballot. And. And for for Rich to to be sending me th- those numbers, and then we're looking at this tightening race between a guy who is so cognitively disabled, and uh, they're going to steal it. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Oh, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I, that's why I said ultimately we two, can we can talk shop, but I I don't trust any of this shit. Two hundred fifty thousand ballots accidentally sent out. You know, they're they're laying, they're peppering the groundwork, and. I think that they're hinting to us which ones are going to go in which way. Like we're, I, I'm guaranteeing you the Fetterman election, the Fetterman Oz election is going to turn out to be like super duper close and they're going to need an extra week and blah, 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 blah. They're going to try and steal the Fetterman seat. That's like the one that they're hanging their hats on. If they lose that one, they probably lose control of the Senate, which to be honest, I am like these Republicans had better do something this time. I don't want to hear, oh, well, it's too close to the presidential election. We've still got two, you know, we're, we're close to the, ter- the turn of the, no, do something. 
do something. Anyway, I love that. It's too close to the presidential election. Okay, presidential election happens. Oh, we can't do anything. It's too, too close, close to the, the midterms. midterms. That's exactly what it is. So, um, anyway, there's that one, and then everybody kind of lost their minds yesterday about what happened with Carrie Lake. Um, her old station popped up a graphic of her election results showing Katie Hobbs at 53% and Carrie Lake at like 47% or something. And everybody was like, oh my God, oh my God. Is it weird? Yeah, but I will tell you that that's not the first time something like this has happened and the person that they had had winning didn't win. Like they've done that before. It's a test that they run and AP does feed them election results from decision desk. That's just the way it works. I'm not so up in arms about that error. Um, people are making a very big deal about it. I understand why, but it, it's not an uncommon thing for them to do. Um, they probably didn't want to do it in live broadcast, but they do that. Um, however, something happened with Carrie Leake, Frank. Hold on. Uh, what? Well, she... I guess Katie Hobbs is, and she's up by 11, I believe, in Arizona over Katie Hobbs. Katie Hobbs, she talks like this. She has the inflection up. You know, she's like very ditzy and like, oh my gosh. Yeah, she has the she has the up talk. She has the problem glasses. She's and um, from what I've seen of her, I'm glad I didn't see more. Yeah, she's terrible. And she's the secretary of state in Arizona who oversees elections while she's in an election for governor. That's not a conflict of interest at all. That's all good. Anyway, there was a break in at Katie Hobbs's office and Katie Hobbs blamed it on Carrie Lake's team and said it was them like a Watergate style break in. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I heard that Carrie Lake was uh, was actually plotting a, a kidnapping. Of Katie Hobbs, too. Yeah, so the FBI was over there. <laughs> yeah, great. Good, good, good. Yeah, that, that's the next thing. There was a kidnapping plot of Katie Hobbs because Carrie Lake is desperate to find momentum. <laughs> um. So basically what ended up happening was they the, the media ran with this. They ran with this Katie Hobbs was broken into by Carrie Lake story trying to take her down whatever notch that was going to take her down. So then they caught the guy and it obviously had nothing to do with Carrie Lake, just absurdity. So she called an emergency press conference and Carrie Lake demands press. Like there is not a conference she calls where there's not full court press there. Like literally every network in Arizona. Um, I'm surprised they show up because you would think that they wouldn't want to. Like, do you, do you have this? I do. Okay, I want to see this. Oh, yeah, we're going to play it right now. Um, I have the whole press conference, which was 48 minutes long. But I also, thank you, Citizen Free Press. But I also have um, clips of it, two clips of it we're going to play. By the way, Citizen Free Press yesterday hit 10 million page views in one day. So um, how, What I don't know, what's the, what's the page views uh, for Drudge Report still? I don't know. Maybe you can pull up the, let me see if I can, hold on. Hold on, let me see. Daily page views. Let's see how far they are away. Guys, share this with your friends. Share out the stream. If we're boring, tell us and we'll get less boring. Like I'll stand up and dance or something. Just share it out. I want more people watching the show. 
great. We're going to have a dancing segment now. I'll dance. And by the way, I'm wearing this in um, honor of ye. Ye or yay? Yay. Ye. Ye. Ye old, <laughs> ye old hoodie. Ye old. We have a road over here. It's called King's Highway. And like, it, it's called ye old King's Highway. That's like literally on the side. And by the way, if somebody doesn't get, see how this is, it's it's like almost like in Back to the Future when the cup gets, when the, the picture fades out. That's because yeah. I'm done with Dunkin' Donuts coffee. I'm done. Never again. No, that, that's just because the coffee's parents were being pulled apart in the, in the past. <laughs> and if you don't get them back together again, you won't be able to drink it anymore. Another movie reference before you tell me the, uh, the traffic on I, Drudge. I, I, I'm not going to be able to find it. I don't know. I, maybe I don't know what I'm trying. Drudge usually has it on Drudge. On Drudge? Like on the right-hand side on the bottom, they usually have yeah. like the. But they're, they're lying about themselves. Of course, maybe they are. But they tell they the, put Citizen Free Press up there. Okay, so 20, in the past 24 hours, it's 25 million. Page views. Hits. I think so. Yeah. This is visits. Yeah. 25 million visits. And you said that Citizen Free Press is 10? Yeah. We're gaining on. Oh yeah, we sure are. That's that's great. Hefty views. That's hefty numbers. Like super hefty. Um, I keep on making the comparison of when you know when Ghostbusters at the very end of the movie when they accidentally let all the ghosts out and they're like flooding back into Manhattan. It's not an accident, but yes. Accidentally. No, 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 no. They were ordered. Oh, they crossed this. That's right. They're ordered to release them. That's what conservatives hopefully flooding back to Twitter is like for the liberals. Uh, are you seeing uh, uh, Taylor Lorenz is crying right oh, now. Is she? she? Yeah, because she's getting more, uh, she's getting more, uh, she says death threats and rape threats than, uh, than, than normal. And people are going, oh, oh this, this is what Elon is unleashing. Like, oh, no, come on. No, this is not what's being unleashed. There are death threats. There are rape threats. There are all types that coming from the crazies in, in uh, environmental groups and all over Child the place. Child pornography. That, yeah, it flourishes still. The problem here is, again, when you commit to this kind of suppression, when you commit this to this kind of a, a more violent form of gaslighting, and, uh, and and you start diagnosing society's problems in a way where you are really, um, you're, you're throwing some really bad accusations at people like us uh, for terrorism and insurrection and whatever the hell. Um, you're, you're creating a level of resentment. There's going to be a, a, a slingshot effect that is very, very bad. Um, when you make something verboten and when you villainize people and you lock them down when they come out and they're angry and they're resentful and they feel like they have a chance to really she's lying uh, vent. she's lying she's lying there she's not getting shit I, I mean, you know what she may be to, to some degree i mean there there are a lot of people who are just like letting their hair down and, and screaming and all it, it's going to be crazy i'm still for banned. a little while i'm still banned from twitter i want my damn account back don't whatever you do don't try anything too soon. There's a lot of people last night were like, let's test this shit out. And they and they started, you know, rattling off everything from elections to um, to off label medicine usage and all that stuff. And they were getting 12 the, the 12 hour suspensions were being doled out by M, like M&M still. So 
everybody, it's only been a couple of hours. Please hold your horses. I'm looking don't, don't. at a Benny tweet where he puts, I hope I'm in here. He puts a video up of all the, the tw Twitter people that have been banned. I'm trying to find this, this libs of TikTok video that she played um, or that she showed of what a Twitter employee actually does at work on like at the San Francisco headquarters. And she's going after Taylor Lorenz, which she should. That woman is a, here, I think this is it. Is this it? Here it is. I'm probably going to have to cut this out of the audio show, but let's Welcome watch Welcome to a day in my life as a Twitter employee. So this past week went to SF for the first time at a Twitter office, badged in. Why do they all talk like that? It's, 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 yeah, they both do, but the women are especially in. Badged in, went in, I got my badge. God, I, I have an access card and I have a nice little studio apartment with a futon and I put Christmas lights on everything and I love my coffee. Can't start my day without my coffee. <laughs> I, stop talking about yourself. <laughs> Here we go. We're going to hold on. Honestly, took a moment to just soak everything in. What a blessing. Also started my morning off with an iced matcha from the perch. Then I had a meeting. So quickly scheduled one of these little pod rooms, which were so cool. They're literally noise canceling. Took literally. Meeting, got ready for lunch. Look how delicious this food looks. Oh my goodness. I was so overwhelmed. I'm just overwhelmed with the food choices at my cafeteria. Then she gets wine on tap and a, and a, a mocha laka, whatever. And then she like sits in oh, the meditation get, room. Get her off screen. Get her. I'm so happy that Vijaya. Oh, I know. The, I'm so happy the Vijaya woman was 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 canceled. I hope I'm so happy. That is that is somebody who should never have any sway over how a nation communicates with each other. I, I'm so happy. I'm I'm so happy. I felt like last night the 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 initial news of the firings of all of the uh, I don't know. There was three or four of them that that got the acts that were high profile. The CEO, this you know, the the council who was on trying to muzzle um, Jack when he was trying to tell the truth on Joe Rogan, all of them. Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to Carrie Lake. It was as satisfying as watching a pimple get popped. A lot of That's people like was... to watch that. A lot of people. Uh, yeah, you know, I think Lauren uh, 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 likes that. She also likes, you know, like if I, I don't sunburn, but uh, I had a really big initial day in the sun in May this year when I got my like my base tan. I was out in the yard just working, and I it very rarely a very rare burn for me. And I peeled a little bit for the first time in like a decade. And she Lauren had fun was with just, that. Oh, she just had fun peeling the slabs yeah. of skin off. Like, stop it. You know what? The internet has joined all of those folks together in a community where they thought they were the only ones. But there are a lot of people on like the channels. Like, look at Dr. Pimple Popper, that channel on YouTube. My mother loves that show. I, all he does is, is slice open cysts all day. She... She, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. She's got millions and millions of views. She's making like God knows how much money. Anyway, back to Carrie Lake. 
Carrie Lake destroying the fake news media at her press conference. Two clips. Let's start with the first one here. Oh, or not. Something happened. <gasps> no. You're not recording. I am. Okay. I'm my camera. Just the camera software I use just took a crap. So I don't know what's going to happen in my webcam. Close window. Let's see. You guys can see it on the screen. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, looks like nothing. Here we go. I have a story for you. We had an incident this morning at our campaign headquarters. Now, I didn't go crazy and I didn't throw a bunch of statements out. But we had an incident where somebody was seen rummaging in our campaign office. And I have evidence to believe it may have been Katie Hobbs herself who was involved in this. <laughs> and so I want you to take the same vigor you put into the story the lies that were spread yesterday. And I want to make sure you guys, I saw last night, Fox 10 News, my old employer, wow. They actually did more to protect the criminal in this case. They blurred his face. They protected Katie Hobbs because they're carrying her water. And they defamed me. They put defamatory statements, lies about me. And the reason they didn't, that they did that is because this was the real news yesterday that none of you wanted to cover. We're 11 points up. You're in a frenzied panic because your chosen candidate is not winning. You didn't want to cover this, so you had to run with a completely garbage bullshit story. Shame on each and every one of you. Shame you. on you. Damn right, Katie. Damn right, uh, Carrie Lake. Damn right. There's another clip, too, here. Oh, what happened? That's not what I wanted here. Happened yesterday. My Democrat uh, opponent put out a statement. Where's our board here? Right here. She put out a statement. Actually, can you tilt that this way, Rayleigh? While I'm meeting with police officers and firefighters working to make sure that our state is safe, she's pulling stunts and you guys are falling hook, line, and sinker into it. She puts out a statement about a petty theft that happened at her office. She knew darn well that I had nothing to do with it, so she puts a statement out and right away, your gatekeepers over at the Arizona Democrat Party jump on it and they put a statement out, which was the cue to you to go ahead and start running with it. NBC News, an arm of the Democrat Party, was the first to start reporting on it. And then we get this from Newsy, whatever that is. <laughs> Gubernatorial candidate campaign headquarters broken into. Oh, you guys spread this like wildfire. Then The Guardian, overseas. Campaign headquarters broken into. Watergate, oh my goodness. And then Axios, with our local reporter, Jeremy Dutta. Access runs on it. Yeah. Can't wait to get it out. Does absolutely no fact checking. Runs with the fake news. Let's leave it there for right now. You got to do better, guys. We're, we were 13 days out from the election. And you're trying to influence this election, much like you did in 2020 when you refused to cover Joe Biden's criminal son, Hunter Biden's laptop. You refused to cover that. You refused to cover the evidence that was She's on that. She's so poised. And this time it's the other way around. You're taking completely bogus stories and you're running with it. It's absolute fake news. I want so I want she goes over a bunch of them. It was 48 minutes long. The, the, the woman is so poised and authentic. She's authentic because, like, she's just great. I just, th she'd better win. And if they try to steal that one from her, like, here. There's no way. There's no way she's she's going to lose. She may not be awarded the office, but there's no way she's going to lose. 
This is no, no, none. I, I, th- she's too far ahead. Like, and the best part is Project Veritas just released the other day footage from her twin sister that they got of her when they infiltrated Katie Hobbs's campaign, saying that they purposefully propped up Carrie Lake over her competitor because they wanted her to be the candidate because she's so extreme that nobody in their right mind could ever vote for her. And little did they know that the American people at large don't think that she's extreme. As a matter of fact, they appreciate her and they're so out of touch, Frank. Because this was a private conversation they were having. It wasn't an, ex- you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I actually commented on that a little bit yesterday when I was talking with some buddies of mine. I um, because uh, my buddy Adel asked me, Frank, do you think that they're just out of out of touch, or do they actually believe this? I said, well, um, it's they're a lot of them are out of touch and stupid. You know, they're conniving, but they're stupid. For example, um, but for, look at Hillary Clinton. Hillary- See, propped up Donald Trump, thinking that As, he right, right, but 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 because of these idiots in places like. Arizona who are doing the same exact thing, who don't learn from mistakes and who probably listened to Chris Cuomo when he said, don't read these leaked emails because it could be illegal. They yeah. didn't learn their lesson. The fact that they're trying to elevate Carrie Lake as if she has nothing good to say when she is so above and beyond a quality candidate as far as as far as how she presents herself and her willingness to actually go and defend her position, whether you respect her or not. The fact that they are, that they still play this, I'm not going to dignify my opponent with a debate game. While at the same time, they use them in all of their campaign propaganda and all of their campaign commercials. You can't use somebody's image and likeness to go and elevate yourself, but also be uh, above debating them. You can't do that. That, that is such a chump move in itself. It, it, it's what why she's up 11 points in every t- instance where like, look in Michigan, uh, Gretchen Whitmer's in a bit like inability to want to She didn't want to debate Tudor Dixon. And that really killed her in the polls because people were like, only only cowards don't debate their opponent in a, in a they're trying to normalize not having debates before elections is what they're trying to do. So in key places, they're making people just refuse to debate because they say their opponent is so far beneath them that they shouldn't have to stand on a debate stage and actually have to answer for their ideas. That's what they're doing. Anyway, Katie Hobbs's statement Earlier this week, a break-in occurred at our campaign headquarters. We continue to cooperate with law enforcement as they investigate, and we're thankful. Let's be clear, for nearly two years, Carrie Lake and her allies have been spreading dangerous misinformation and inciting threats against anyone they see fit. Never happened. The threats against Arizonians uh, attempting to exercise their constitutional rights and their attacks on elected officials are the direct result of a concerted campaign of lies and intimidation. It won't work. Katie is running for governor to ensure the safety and security of every Arizona family. She will win this race. Everyone? Are you sure? Everyone but Carrie so- Lake. It sounds like you you hate at least some of the people that are uh, that are that that are uh, are in, involved in this election. I, I'm going to be everybody's governor. No, you're not. You obviously hate half of the people who are available to vote. So what? What? 
why do you even lie? I, I wish that they would stop lying. Let's just get into the fist fight already. Um, real quick from the chat. First of all, free uh, free dubs. Thank you so much. Happy Friday to you too. Um, and Adam Carter, uh, I don't have enough singles for a beans carry dance off. I I I, th- I would that would be fun. Um, so that was the statement. She does hate half of Arizona, obviously. Then we've got. Carrie Lake being asked about it live. Kate Sullivan with CNN. So Katie Hobbs's campaign headquarters was broken into earlier this week. And her campaign manager said in a statement uh, that it was, she argued that the incident was a direct result of a concerted campaign of lies and intimidation by you and your allies. Do you have a response to that? That is absolutely absurd. And, And are you guys buying that? Are you really buying that? This just sounds like a Jesse Smollett part two. So you're gonna drag the American people through something like this? Obviously, you don't want to cover the real story today, which we are 11 points up in the polls. And you want to distract the people with an old story. Uh, And I can't believe that she would blame my amazing people, blame me for something like that. I don't even know where her campaign office is. I'm assuming it's in a basement somewhere because that's where she's been campaigning. And you guys are despicable for falling into that trap. You drag the American people through so many BS stories like the Jesse Smollett, and you're letting a campaign who has been, a woman who's been running a terrible campaign, direct you to a story like this. You know that she's running a bad campaign. So there's that. And then, and then they approach Katie Hobbs about it after they arrest the dude and clearly has nothing to do with her. With, uh, here. Hi. What was taken from your campaign office? And do you have reason about, to believe that this was politically motivated? Today. I'm not talking it's about the break-in I'm, I'm not talking about the break-in today. I'm not going to talk about that, okay? Yeah. I'm, yeah, not, talking, I'm not talking about yeah, it. That your campaign office was broken into. I think do we, do access we, do, to safe and legal abortion is kind of a big deal, and that's what we're here to talk about. Do you have about. reason no, to believe so. it was politically motivated? We're not going to go not. beyond the statement. Then the man's like, we're not going to go beyond the statement. Oh, oh that was a man's voice? Yes. Okay. It was a man. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, I would like to take a really quick moment to say hello to Aurora, who is watching us on our television upstairs. Hi, Aurora. And Lauren, Lauren just said uh, she's standing here and I see I just sent you a picture of her in her pretty dress. She's standing there in front of the television saying, hi, Daddy. Hi, Tracy. Oh, my gosh. Oh, you can't see it. Oh, it's so cute. Yes. So hi, Aurora. Oh, I love her. Hi, Aurora. And Tracy says hi. Aurora, make the coffee. (laughs) um okay so moving right along from that um the arizona senate race is is really ticking up i wanted to talk about this i have on the, the screen a document um the state of missouri frank case missouri v biden the one we talked about at length on monday about the depositions that are requested and everything there's a there had been an appeal going on in that case in the Fifth Circuit, I believe it is. The um there was a, a mandamus appeal filed. So like the government came in and said, We're appealing this discovery ruling that you made um for these certain people, and that's kind of pending in the background. So now they've come out and said, We want a stay of this deposition order while the uh, appeals court for the Fifth Circuit decides what they're doing on the other stuff, because if the other stuff goes away, then so will their need for deposition because they won't be involved anymore. Does this make sense? Yeah. 
Okay. So they're in here talking about how they want certain people to not have to testify and how one of them is on maternity leave, Frank. So that would be a very big um, inconvenience for her to have to sit for a deposition while she's on maternity leave. Okay. You don't want women who have had babies in the past three months to have to do a Zoom meeting and be asked questions. We are completely incapable of that. Completely. So there's that. And then in here, we get another little tidbit, too, where they're, they're saying that Jen Psaki is under subpoena in a case in the Eastern District of Virginia that they're trying to quash the subpoena on that case, which is interesting because I don't know what case it is. Okay. So she's involved in some other case in Virginia for something related to this that they're trying to quash that subpoena and they say, well, if the court quashes that subpoena, then this one won't be needed either. So they're basically pushing back against this. There's an argument. It goes through all of the reasons why it's an undue burden on government officials to have to be required to sit for a deposition. The things we talked about that make this extenuating and the, the, the reasons the judge gave for doing it, they're saying that these some of these people will be subject to irreparable harm should they have to sit and answer questions under oath. Oh, boy. Irreparable harm? Yeah, irreparable, meaning unable to be repaired in any way whatsoever. Wow. I should. I, I must have done irreparable harm to myself uh, years ago with all the talking I do. I, I, I just don't know what this judge is going to do if he's going to grant the stay or not. It's not for everybody. It's only for some people that they're asking for the stay. But I'm going to break it down and do a thread on it later on today. Um, interested to read that yeah it's 13 pages the government stay um i have people from australia here sharing their thoughts about covid frank okay that'd be interesting to hear since they got the worst of it covid is a scam changed my mind can you hear it no Ah. i don't understand i don't know something some some things work and the others don't no, it's the as, same. As, as, as long as the audience hears it, then I'm not making you sit. No, 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 no. I don't. I don't get it. I don't know what happened. Something happened. Let me see something. How do you not hear that when you heard everything so far? It's weird. I don't know. Can you hear it now? Yes. Okay. I'll leave it like this. No? What do you reckon? You you look like you agree. Can you hear it? Sort of tell. The long hair, dreadlocks. <laughs> All the hippies know what's going on. What do you reckon? Hundred percent. Hundred I love you, bro. I love you, bro. What do you reckon? I love it. Fuck yeah. Why are you on my side? It's about government control. Everybody knows. All of them are saying the same thing. What do you reckon? Couldn't agree more, mate. Couldn't agree more. What? Why is that? Why is that? What do you reckon? You reckon it's a scam? Why do you reckon it's a scam? What do you guys reckon? I'm fully in my camp. Yeah, you agree? No, yeah. I'm actually agreeing with you. Yeah. She's on your side. Yeah. It's everybody. Every single person walking by is saying that COVID's a scam. Years ago, that would have gotten you slaughtered a year ago. 
Unbelievable. Um, Real question is, how are they going to build on the precedent that they set with the social the social limitations? Is that ever going to be possible again? Um, I, I, I wonder. I wonder because it, it was a big test. There was a bit. There was an operation going on there, but it was also a uh, a, a psychological test. I, I just really wonder if it's something that we've learned from, or that is now a new learned skill to just roll over, get into your house, and lock down the next time that they tell us that it's necessary to do so. That is uh, that's the big thing I am willing. I'm most willing to see at this point because I don't feel like people, there are some who are lost forever. I don't feel like as many people as they think have been, um, have been retrained to just accept servitude. Australia was bad. What's that? Australia was bad though. It was very bad over there. I mean, they, they were taking teenagers and putting them into concentration camps. Right. So, so I, I mean, like I said, there's a lot of people who are never coming back from this. I, all around here, there's still a, a a bunch of folks who do not take their masks off for any reason whatsoever. Um, but they just went so extreme, and they ruined people on on levels that are so far beyond just medical, professional social you, people lost their friends their voices I, their I, I leaders their leaders were out there their leaders were out there saying the most absolutely tyrannical orwellian things about what they were going to do to their own citizens should they not comply and it people were like literally locked inside their houses um before i go on any further um you know whose birthday it was yesterday Who's? Barb Squirrel. Barb Squirrel's birthday was yesterday. Barb Squirrel. <laughs> Trump Squirrel. Is that Squirrel. her last name? No. I was going to say. Trump I don't Squirrel. think I know Barb Squirrel. Trump Squirrel. You met her. She was at the extravaganza. Trump Squirrel turned 60 yesterday. Oh, congratulations. Happy birthday, Trump <laughs> Squirrel. Um, Wonderful. Wonderful milestone. I've got a surprise for you. Justice Kagan, did you hear about this? Blocked the subpoena from the January 6th committee for Kelly Ward's cell phone records. Kagan. What did she say? Um, U.S. Supreme Court Justice Selena Kagan temporarily blocked the congressional committee investigating the Capitol attack from obtaining Arizona Republican Party chair Kelly Ward's phone records while the court further assesses the Dispute. Kagan is the justice assigned to handle emergency appeals from a group of states, including Arizona. Um, she didn't really say anything. She just put a stay on the subpoena while they work it out in the lower court and said, nope, you're not you're not going there yet. Which it's Kagan. Hmm. It's that is very odd. Kagan, the ACLU lawyer who's never a judge before. She was also solicitor general, I believe, though. Adam and I were talking about this the other day. There's going to come a point where they're going to start to realize that what they're doing now is going to set precedent and they likely will not always be in power. 
likely. That's a, good, that's a good thing to consider when you're doing things like this over and over again. Look what the filibuster did to them. Mm. Got us four support, what, three Supreme Court justices? Just saying. Yep. And yeah. I, all I'm saying is when and if we retake the House and if we retake the Senate, I swear, if these Republicans don't get up off their damn ass and do something, I'm going to lose it. If that happens, it's time for a new party. I did. Yeah, well, I, I think if that happens, it's just time to leave the party because the party's over. Right. A new one. And, and, I, and I'm not talking about a political party. I'm talking just the party. The party in general. The party. Yes, it's like over. The party of life. No, no, not the party of life, <laughs> but, 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 you know, it, it's, um, I don't know. I, this, this thing we'll see Tracy and I, I don't want to get too, I don't want to get to what people would consider negative because I'm not a negative person. Um, uh, I, I'm just, I, I just don't, I don't know what the hell I, I, I can put my trust in anymore. I'm going to be voting though. I mean, if you don't vote, they can't cheat or there's no reason to cheat. Well, you have to so, vote. There's nothing, even if you believe that the elections are complete nonsense, go and vote anyway, just in case you aren't correct. Where am am I, am I seeing any, like I said, we'll see. Just go out there and vote. Go out there and vote, ladies and gents, and uh, especially vote local. I don't know. It's very important. Jeff Jeff Childers has this whole big thing today about how do we hold people accountable for the COVID debacle and one of the the ways. And he says, I'm surprised no one else has ever thought of this before. And I'm like, people have actually. uh, The Democrats have spent millions of dollars doing exactly what you're about to say, getting DAs and sheriffs and all these other people involved in the justice system who will actually take action against these people who have done these horrible things. It's like a five-pronged strategy. Um, on the COVID tip, I'm going to end a little bit early today. Um, and you know what? My husband's actually watching. Hi, Will. <laughs> hey, <weird>. Will. <laughs> very weird. Um, I'm going to end early today, but I wanted to go over this. Everybody has been clamoring for some kind of like fix for vex- vaccine injury or what has gone on like with people who have had COVID and for some reason have long COVID. Like, what do we do to, to fix ourselves? There are people out here uh, who are figuring it out. And one of those people is uh, Dr. I I, I don't know how to pronounce his name. We call him Dr. H. The Energetic Health Institute has started working on DNA repair. And Mm. there's a whole big um, 50, I think it's 57 minute long presentation on what to do to heal your DNA from what's happened. And they're really researching this now and like, They're looking into light therapy and all kinds of other stuff. So I'm going to put this in the show notes for people. It's called How to Heal the Hurt Sedona Conference 2022. Um, It's only got 3,000 views. It's Ely, Henry Ely. I call him E, Dr. E. But you you need to really watch this. Um, Things that used to be considered so off the beaten path in medicine are going to be the forefront. As a matter of fact, there's Tucker Carlson had somebody on from the wellness company which is what we were talking about, Frank, how, how we're going to start focusing on being well instead of going to the doctor when we're sick. Yeah. Well, it's starting. It's one more clip I wanted to play. I hope you can hear it. I can't even hear it, so I doubt you can. They, uh, clearly bad that. actors like Pfizer, which is a bad actor, period. 
in my view, based on the data, if they're captured, if the U.S. government is captured by, if the FDA is captured by Pfizer, then why wouldn't some health website be captured by Pfizer? It comes down to marketing dollars. And I'll tell you this, we've had consortiums that represent some of these, let's say, bigger companies. They've already offered us money to advertise on our platform. Shortest conversation I've ever had. I said, there is no way we're going to take your money. They've really? tried. They've tried. But here's the thing. You have to. Wait, yeah. so you're not taking pharma dollars? Imagine that. No, I'm, I'm serious. I mean, you've got I'm a health serious, website. I'm serious, I mean, too. That would never ABC happen. NBC News would collapse tomorrow without pharma dollars, right? <laughs> right? Uh, agreed. And, and when you pass up on that type of money, you have to be, you know, committed to what you're doing. And at, at the wellness company, we will not be beholden to anybody. Okay, well, there's your headline right there. It's really simple. We're a health company that's not controlled by the drug companies. Exactly. And he's got a bunch of people there. I, I looked. I looked up this website. It's uh, on the on the medical board. It's um, McCullough, Harvey Risch, Doctor Amerling, Doctor Gessling, like a, a bunch of people we've come to know. And this is their whole business model: is wellness, health care. You can trust unbiased doctors, pure products, and unfiltered education. Like, if you want to know, like, don't go to Google. You know. The anti-establishment doctors have basically started to band together to form their own practice. That's great. That, that in particular, that they we're talking about medical doctors that are getting together. That is that is the second part, or that is a big part of the uh, the new parallel pie, because obviously there are great nutritionists out there. I, I know a few of them. Uh, I do a lot of health and wellness shows. I mix those into my into my routines on on the show because it's it's just very important if they're actual healthcare conversations they aren't you know conversations about uh treating of symptoms and this and that and one ideological trap over another but um the the fact that there is now this this is what i've been waiting for uh what are the doctors and the nurses who have reached the fork in the road what are they going to do and I, I just hope that this is a trend that gets bigger, bigger, faster, faster. As I said, whether you're a teacher, a doctor, or anything else like that, start marketing yourself. You already went through the training. You have your licenses, all that. Market yourself like a personal trainer. Get the hell out there. Just just think about marketing and the economics of things. Make yourself available to people in ways that maybe they don't even need insurance. Yeah. You know? It, obviously, you got to send blood off to a laboratory. You're going to have to figure out ways of making that cost a little bit more affordable for them. Maybe you can work out discounts. But if you're a doctor, you want to do family medicine, internal medicine, or anything like that. Have a co- uh, it, have a co-op within your own group. Yeah. Every you know that covers lab work. You want to be in the lab co-op? It's going to be an extra fifteen dollars a month, but your lab work is free. I mean, come on. There's any millions of ways to do this, and. Like one, I, I'm not, I'm not um, endorsing the wellness company. I have not done a ton of research on the wellness company. Obviously, everybody should go out and get their health advice from whatever doctors they trust. Do their due diligence. Don't blindly trust anything. Your health is your responsibility, not a doctor's. However, one of the articles here is de-prescribing as treatment. That is something I find beautiful. Like stop giving somebody a pill to fix a symptom and figure out what exactly is causing the symptom and fix that. Mm. And it's always, they have so much on here too with spiritual health and, you know, mind health. And they all go hand in hand in hand. All of that stuff does. 
So it does. It does. I, I, I'm just glad to see. I'm glad to see the, the decentralization. I don't know anything about this particular group, but I'm glad to see doctors exploring these these options. It's great. It'll be great for consumers and for uh, for just people in general who are seeking good health care and uh, and and good medical advice and care going forward in their lives. It's got to change. The whole damn thing's got to change. And um, and it's not going to change through legislation in Washington, D.C., where you, you get 538 absolute drooling retards together to write laws that doesn't make that doesn't change anything. So. Um, That's great. It is great. Just quick before we leave, breaking right now, Paul Pelosi assaulted in San Francisco home. Paul Pelosi, husband of Speaker Pelosi, was violently assaulted before dawn by an intruder who broke into their San Francisco home. I wonder if he came from the local uh, homeless camp that's down the street. Um, Suspect arrested. Nancy Pelosi wasn't there. Paul Pelosi expected to make a full recovery. Here's the question. Number one, was it Elon Musk? (laughs) And number two, did Nancy try to kill Paul? It was Carrie Lake. Carrie Lake. Yeah. You know, she's she's just after Pelosi. She's one of I things. would. Uh, this is going to be another one. Very, uh, very interesting to see who it is and what the motivation is, because uh, almost like I'm uh, like how uh, interested I am in learning a little bit more about the person at the New York Post. Yes. Who wrote those headlines yesterday. Yes. Because it's one thing, like I say, I went through I, I went through all of them except the Kathy Hochul sexual assault one. I, I read them all on the air last night, um, and I said, uh, you know, if you are disgruntled, if you know, it's almost like you have to do that at a paper like the New York Post to get into and have a little inside job where you're going to get into their Twitter account and and post some fake stuff. Um, it, it's the same kind of mentality you have to adopt when you go streaking across left field in Yankee Stadium. You know, <laughs> yeah. so you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take my pants off and I'm just going to run across the field and everybody's going to love it for a few minutes. I'm going to get arrested. I'm going to get banned from the stadium forever, but it's going to be worth it. You know, Th- that's the that's the mentality you have to adopt to do something what they did in uh, in like the New York Post, but the New York Post in this particular time, because there's been other other times when news organizations, Twitter accounts have been uh, broken into or somebody disgruntled there will post something ridiculous. Uh, the extreme. I understand some of the extremes, like saying uh, I, I laughed out loud when I saw um, what's his name from Texas. What's the governor's name there? Abbott. Abbott pledges to start slaughtering oh, yeah. illegals at the border. Yeah, the, the use of pledge that this guy would, the thought that this guy would actually come out and say we're going to start slaughtering illegals, that made me laugh because it's such an absurdity, um, and it's also an absurdity that the left can it has to lie about we uh, everything that we talk uh, we, that we talk about being a dog whistle for. But when you go even beyond that and you start going into Eric Adams and the the chicken eating and you go into the sexual assault of Kathy Hochul and all that stuff, I'm saying to myself, this is this this is really that this it is was sick. so over the top. Yeah. It's very over the top. Oh, I want to know more about this guy. What the hell is going on? Just to let you know, the day before they were hacked, um, there was a link on CFP Citizen Free Press to an article that they had posted. It was a Miranda Devine article. But when you clicked on the hyperlink from Citizen Free Press, it brought you to their WordPress backend 
to log in. And like, I was like, that's really weird. Um, let me try that again. And, and it did it again. So they were having it. This guy was trying or girl, whoever it was, was trying to, to figure this out for at least 24 to 48 hours before they actually got it. It, it very weird. So I, I'm interested in that. I'm interested to know a little bit more about the person who went into the Pelosi home, because if it is a vagrant from San Francisco, though, they would have to probably travel a far way to find the Pelosi's not like they're living downtown. Somebody said, where would their security? There's no security at the Pelosi household. So, OK, another weird thing. Did you see this Joe Biden drag race? The electric car drag race? No, no. He drag race, supposedly. I mean, you know this as well as anybody in the audience does, too, that especially when you attain the uh, you attain the, uh, the the rank of president, if you want to call it a rank, the office of the presidency, you are never driving yourself ever again anywhere. Yeah, if you and, uh, and drag least, racing. He you can go check this out. This is actually on the New York Post. I thought it was one of the fake articles. He <laughs> drag raced at some Air Force base or whatever, where they can find a, a straightaway. Um, Colin Powell's son, they put Joe Biden in his 1967 Corvette, and then they put uh, Colin Powell's son in the new Corvette that had, uh, you know, that was automatic and all that. And they said that Joe Biden, this was uh, this was shot for some CBS show or something with Jay Leno. That Joe Biden, even though he got dusted by the new Corvette driven by Colin Powell's son, he got his car up to 118 miles an hour. That they allowed Joe Biden to be the only one in a car, whether it's a straightaway or not, to drive over 100 miles an hour. At 86 years old and doesn't even know his name. Yeah, I'm telling you that you want to talk about strange headlines. There's no way that could be possible. It's very strange. And if it is, we have a big problem. Yeah. It's almost like they wanted him to die. (laughs) (laughs) If it's true, it's almost like they wanted him to die and blame it on Jay Leno. Oh, my gosh. Well, it's very weird. That is very weird. Um, Hey, guys, you have been listening to the Dark Delight podcast with... Frankie Val on the drums and... And there they are right behind you. Beans! (laughs) You can hear us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 2.30 Eastern Time on TuneIn, Stitcher, Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and RadioInfluence.com. For those of you watching us live, share this show. We want our family to grow, and we need you to help us do it. We will be back on Monday. Enjoy your weekend. Later. Later. Later.